Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to Mind Podcast 28.0, your weekly source for news, views, analysis, and analysis of news. Uh, this is Adit Kapadia, uh, the co founder of Mind.net, uh, coming to you from Houston. Along with me today are my co founders and co conspirators, <laughs> Sunanda Vashisht and Pramod Kumar Burawalli. How are you guys? Good. How are you, Adit? Pretty good. Um, very uh, mixed. Uh, Mixed week, I think we had emotionally. It was uh, uh, with uh, President, uh, the ex-president Dr. Kalam passing away. There was a Gurdaspur terror attack. There was uh, also the Yakub Memon hanging and the coverage that preceded and succeeded yeah. uh, all of it. And once again, the media did not cover itself with glory. Well, but you know, I, I would like to say here that would be the English media, the the Hindi Hindi the media, vernaculars. The I don't like the word vernacular, but non-English media yeah, uh, covered themselves very well. In fact, it was just the opposite. If absolutely. English media put um, gave us a ball by ball account yeah. of Yakub's uh, hang which was not required which was not needed um, because they it does tend to glorify um, the uh, people who are convicted uh, I have gone at pains to say that it is not for you and me to decide who is uh, guilty or fix a quantum of um, punishment. Uh, punishment on anyone there are courts for this and the court has pronounced him guilty and that's all that everyone needs to know and but the media the way they covered him and special and, mention for uh, Indian Express for uh, I think uh, uh, plunging or to new depths uh, where they said uh, they hanged Yakub Memon. Uh, what the heck do they mean by they? I do not know. It's the I mean if there it was the, he committed a crime. Clearly, the Indian law state. of the law of the land um, hung Yakub and Indian Express is probably not part of the people part of this thing but um, it's very sad and I will tell you why it is sad because you know it sort of whitewashes everybody's sins and everything that happened forget about Yakub it's also about what happened that day in um, Bombay mm -hmm. so Adit has written a fantastic piece on it and it's um, on the website right now for those who haven't read it um, Adit, give us a little lowdown quick and tell us what happened that day in Mumbai because since it, people seem to have gotten this amnesia yeah, so I mean, you know, people people forget that about 20, 22 years ago, on March 12th, 1993, about roughly 11 bombs uh, went off uh, in, in Bombay and killing about 257 people and injuring more than 700 people. The <coughs> estimates, uh, you know, by many experts expect the numbers to be even a little higher. And not just that, there were also grenades that were hurled in busy areas and so forth. And I mean, those locations where the bomb went off, you know, lucky petrol pump in the other and so forth, it's there well available online. So I don't want to like go into detail, but it was a dastardly act. It was an act against the Indian state. And if you see, I mean, in India had probably never seen anything like this before. And if you see the the pictures, you know, and, and I would like to give some credit to Madhu Trehan, who used to run the news track program. And they uh, they actually had uh, a video on their on their website, News Laundry, about 19, the 1993 Bombay Bombers. I want to especially, uh, especially plug that video because please go and watch that video. It tells you what like how how it how the situation was how the response was uh, how the you know there were body parts and you know lying on the roads and so forth it was a horrifying thing so a lot of people like seemed to forget like when they were talking about the case this is what happened and this is what uh, yakub women was convicted by the tada court for conspiracy in this case 
Um, okay, now, let's there get th- this. Th- okay, there, were three, there were three major things I, that, that the news channels were talking about. First was the debate on death. When we'll talk about all of this in detail, the first was the debate on death penalty, uh, whether it should be there or not in India. The second was uh, whether Yakub was guilty or not, and you know whether they were questioning the Indian judicial system and so forth. And uh, the 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 third part of it was, oh, um, should uh, you know, uh, did he make a deal with CBI, so forth? And they were all basing it off this one unpublished article that B. Raman wrote in Rediff.com. So the first thing, and I, I'm I'm going to t- just give you a brief overview and then I'll hand it over to Pramod. Uh, the first thing was, I don't think this is the time to debate death penalty. There Probably there should be a death penalty, debate on death penalty. My position, as I've articulated many times, is that it should be used in the most extreme cases and India has achieved a fine balance. You know, where the, uh, where the judiciary takes that into account. We are not a state where we hang like 10 people a year. It's been about four or five people that we've hanged in the last 10 odd years or something. And then the, the, the second part was whether a deal was made with CBI or not. There is absolutely no evidence to suggest that. And why did B. Raman uh, not publish this piece when Yakub was actually sentenced to death in, in the Tata court? You know, So to publish a piece that was not carried eight years ago is doing a great disservice to that. And it could be his personal opinion, right? That Yakub should not be hanged. He's, he's not the judge of the Supreme Court. I mean, I respect B. Raman for the intelligence work that he did, right? And, and the third case, that what they were saying is whether Yakub whether justice has been denied or not. There was another ludicrous argument. He was given time and again. He was given chances. The Supreme Court of India opened its doors at two thirty in the night. Unprecedented. Even, unprecedented. Yeah. Like and this is this is this made me proud in India that proud of India that they when even when the person had the slightest doubts even on technicality and we'll name the stalwarts who rushed to the help of poor uh, you know uh, talking about this Indian judiciary system in the night at 2.30 we'll talk about that later um, they opened the door heard the case pronounced the verdict I mean it was spectacular what what uh, what happened that night but you were trying to say something from no, I was I was just uh, trying to go through the B. Raman uh, angle a little bit because uh, the insinuation and last time we talked about it a little bit that he might have left a paper trail might have because he this was an unpublished uh, article that was later uh, with the permission of his brother uh, published just recently so we don't know the material facts of that whether he was now he was not the uh, raw chief he was one of the directors in raw he must have reported something and all of that those might have been produced to the honorable court uh, at uh, multiple levels, the court would take cognizance of any such a paper trail that might have existed or would have at least gone back to retired officers and talked about whether such a thing could have been promised as per protocol. If it was verbally made to entice and induce a person to surrender for whatever reason and it was not conveyed back to the high command at that level, then it is not construed as something that comes from the government of India. That That is one thing, mm. one, one other thing, Sarandaji, is uh, my, my submission is uh, all efforts were made to try to give a judicious hearing to the person that until the end continues to um, probably not uh, uh, be repentant about it. Uh, he kept saying that he was innocent apparently according to some reports and then if he was really innocent all the leftist media that have been supporting and all this Mombati gang would have done whatever it takes to make sure that he never hung. This guy was panicky. He knew that his silence, which he wanted to uh, be his savior, was not going to save him. 
and then he decided uh, basically to go down uh, sh- shouting and screaming yeah there is a very perverse thing that has been happening in last 3 to 4 weeks that was that apparently he had not gotten insaf apparently there were movements out getting insaf for yakub which i did not understand what was happening there's another very important thing that has been brought out by some people that yakub did not turn approver in the court he did not say there are there is no there's no records anywhere to say that he had a deal or anyone close to him had a deal or the lawyers had a deal in fact uh, there was a show on ndtv which said which was uh, shrinivasan jain the title of the show was did the lawyers um, let down yakub i was shocked i was really shocked by what what the premise of the show was who who really let down yakub i do not think the indian judiciary system let uh, let down yakub i think they went to the last possible uh, effort to give him no, no, give him a perfect semblance of um, uh, you know um, that he had gotten justice no no and and what do they mean by letting down yakub you know he do they mean that he was he did not commit the crime and they let him down by accuse no he was convicted of there is another crime. thing yakub was an educated smart individual if there was a deal or if he had turned approver he knew exactly what was that, going that's on what, that's what i was saying in the court to. he did not uh, turn approver the tada court the tada judgment by justice pd code was given in about 2007 right yes, yes, he 2007. did not he did not say single word then and now he goes off you know saying that a deal was made. Is, by the way there is no evidence to say <coughs> that yakub said a deal no, no, it was you know, simple example and i mean i don't want to he has you know he has is passed away he's been hanged i don't want to like keep on stretching this but see you you the trial has been going for 22 years and 20 years or you don't say once also that some sort of a deal is made and then and sorry to uh, you know i'll come to you pramod also wanted to bring in uh, some other reactions that have come in there was an mla in of kashmir of from the congress party that said that he had met tiger mehman in pakistan mm-hmm. occupied kashmir um or, or one or two years after one or two, yeah yeah one or two yeah. years after and then he was talking about how isi is talking and he how it couldn't he have said this to the indian authorities what was the point of the statement right now nothing no. zero uh, aap uh, to use a hindi word aap kashmir visheshagya hai sunda ji <laughs> so what would you like to say on this no nothing i think it was just a way to gather because apparently in kashmir there was also namaz e janaza for but then that is nothing new for um, kashmir they have also had a memorial service for osama bin laden so these things do not Umar, uh, these things don't um, surprise me at all uh, so i i just don't think i think there was a very perverse way of painting him as innocent person he was not innocent. no or somebody who was wronged or no, somebody was wrong right and i'm going to come to the media aspect of it we want to like you know talk quickly about that in the next segment so coming to the media uh, part of it you had the indian express headlines you had certain shows on t- tv channels you know they were talking about certain there was carpet bombing carpet bombing yeah all that we were seeing was yakub mehman i was just really shocked about uh, no, no, the way that no no i was talking that... about certain shows who have which had that agenda 
यू नो दैट वर्क फ्रेमिंग क्वेश्चन इन सच अ वे दैट क्या ये हुआ है अच्छा लेटेस्ट टॉक अबाउट द ग्रेटर दैट पेनल्टी डिबेट वॉट काइंड ऑफ स्टेट आर बट ऑन डेथ पेनल्टी आई जस्ट वॉन्ट टू से वन पॉइंट इफ दे आर सेंग दैट इफ एवरीबडी हू नो देव गॉन एट ग्रेट लेंथ टू से दैट इफ वी आर अपोजिंग डेथ पेनल्टी दैट इज नॉट मीन वी आर डिफेंडिंग टेररिज्म इज इन द ऑपोजिट ट्रू दैट पीपल हु आर डिफेंडिंग डेथ पेनल्टी इन रेयरेस्ट ऑफ रेयर केसेज दे आर नॉट ब्लड थर्स्टी पीपल इधर so don't equate this you know <laughs> the, the, either you are bloodthirsty or you think there are reasons there are very valid reasons to uphold death penalty in india for rarest of rare um, uh, you know cases i think shashi tarur took a lot of flack for not uh, using both in one sentence and he he waded into controversy he just made it a very academic piece but then you know where academic pieces belong no he's a smart I'll, guy who wants to balance it out yeah, but when, he when, just wants to get reprimanded from the high command no 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 uh, appreciate it appreciate it so it was a very academic piece which the, in real world does not mean much because there are people who are fighting terror on <laughs> the roads see first of all this this nonsensical thing that they peddle on tv channels that uh, most civilized societies have built Like uh, United States, <laughs> <laughs> Texas has Texas executes more people than I think India. India. Uh, four million prisoners here in the United States. Uh, no. No, it's not. No, no. It's not about this. I don't think it's about civilized society. Uh. It's about knowing what kind of threats you are facing from your neighbors, from your uh, oh, yeah. uh, from your uh, enemies, and so forth. Uh, England's uh, in, are England's neighbors anyways close to India's neighbors? You know yeah. what they talk about, or are Switzerland's neighbor? Mm-hmm. You cannot compare the law. No, they will the, also amend their laws if such a dastardly terror attack happens yes, in Switzerland. Yes, yeah, yeah. One twenty six eleven, and look what um, happened to America. America completely nine eleven, nine eleven, and look what happened to America. Completely changed America. Right, right. It's a different country. Right, you can criticize certain aspects of all. See, no, not everything is completely right, but you have to see the uh, the the why the the greater picture why the death penalty might still be there. And I don't I don't deny that this needs to be debated. Have a debate. Have a debate in parliament. Have a debate. You know, file file. Have a debate when a uh, uh, you know during between hangings, right? Uh, Afzal Guru ka ho gaya, and then there was Yakub Memon. But two years the later. media will not have a debate about not it. Not media. So no, no, no. Anybody will, as well. No, but nobody will have a debate about it two weeks later because they will not get TRP. Exactly. If Two weeks later, you are going to discuss death penalty. You are not going to get TRP, so you will not have that debate. So you will not. So you. Are, so what you are? You are not leaders of thought. You are just TRP chasers. Absolutely. And there is another thing I want to say. Not one channel. Not one channel. They keep talking about you know uh, that we try not to um, sensationalize. We are uh, n- uh, news, not noise. But not one person covered the uh, you know uh, when. Uh, sp baljit singh was his uh, his, ceremony, last, yeah, his right. last rites not not about covering there was no obivan no tv or nothing they didn't even talk about it i saw some pictures and some people talking about it on the social media other than that nobody talked about this man who made the ultimate sacrifice for the nation two, two patriots uh, they had their funerals this week apj i mean many patriots they i'm saying two like in the media apj mm. abdul kalam and sp baljit singh sp baljit singh and uh, guess what was what got more air time on tv channels especially the english media channels yeah. and it's kind of a sad state of affairs you know and then they turn around and then they say oh but why is <coughs> this happening as if media is somebody else you know you are the media go change it no aur ye 22 saal mein jab iska trial ho raha tha did you have a single debate on the cbi deal anything like that or something like
and another very perverse thing happened which kind of exposed this entire coterie remember the um, there were a lot of people who went ahead to say that this was badla or retribution for the blast that happened not well blast um, uh, the riots before the blast and then um, uh, babri masjid before that a lot of people were sort of justifying it that it's a retributive act when in last 10 years in gujarat they have gone at to the extreme extent saying yeah. that godra and gujarat 2002 riots should not be linked right. here they yeah. wanted it to be linked and you are talking see when they contextualize terrorism that is the most dangerous thing this was an act of war against the indian state with the help of uh, isi isi with the help of a neighbor hostile nation yeah if you want to bloody well uh, you know justify or contextualize an act of war against indian state then i have nothing to tell you and they should have been questioned on that you know their tweet should have been questioned and stuff like that but uh, two you know two mahine baad you will have these same conferences and i do uh, want to go on the record they will um, be like oh ho india mein to ye ho raha and stuff none of them will be questioned and i do want to go on the record and uh, i i am no trp chaser so i can do this riots and blasts cold blooded bomb blasts are not the same you cannot equate the two you cannot equate a bunch of people i am not saying one is better than the other or something but you cannot <coughs> equate the two, two right let's make it clear the anatomy of riot and the anatomy of bomb blast are two completely different things they might they both result in a very mm. sad affair of people dying mm. but how, the two cannot be equal okay mr far, goswami pramod wants to say uh, something how far, <laughs> how far back should you go to justify or yeah. not justify certain thing if uh, babri masjid led to certain things happening in bombay then the people from uh, uh, the right might say ki babri masjid se pehle what happened in kashmir, kashmir. what happened prior to that yeah. then 47 then meer baki <laughs> babar how far are you going to go nahi wo nahi these quote and quote bleeding heart sushant i saw sushant sarin uh, talking on a tv channel who made some fantastic points yeah. he said that they never talk about that have they ever talked about justice for the kashmiri pandits have they, i mean and i'm not saying because sunanda is seated right next to me i'm just saying that they have not they have see their their justice their sense of justice and who deserves their quote and quote style of justice is very selective and that was clearly on display here and then you had uh, i mean the worst was that show that did yakub's lawyers did the fair thing or whatever i mean i let him down let him down i'm God. sorry let him down uh, stand corrected on that yeah. but this is this is and it 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 angers me you know as a citizen somebody i i was i was real very young when the bombay bomb blast happened and i have like flashing memories but then i have done a lot of research after that and stuff like that you know can i tell you something and this was very sad it's very difficult to find a list of the 257 victims of the bomb blast i know i i, I remember when adit was writing a piece i requested him i said can you find the names of the people because i want to put in memoriam on mind makers i want to put the names of everything do you know what he do he looked and looked and searched and searched he could not find the list of the 257 people who had died in that what does that say about us what does that say mr. about us mr and I, i i tweeted about this mr Me- uh, i think tejas mehta 13 year old guy the only son of the mehtas was killed in the bombing yeah. bomb, uh, in yeah. the in the blast and there are you know uh, bottom line is i think when you if if we have made a difference to this debate or if we have less like told given your perspective this is a fervent appeal at least from me and i can tell for pramod and sunanda both please pray for all the people that were affected uh families like the mehtas and about them and the reason why modi got elected again these people to their constant consternation is because they are being left behind because they are in the left 
<laughs> they will always be left behind. The future is not for the left or leftist theories. They are leftovers always. Mm. And this, this so-called so egalitarian, utopian, socialist uh, system that they want to build all over uh, the world has failed terribly. And, I, I, um, <clears throat> and, uh, and to just give you an example, the kind of procession that Yakub Memon got in uh, after uh, you know his fu his um, uh, body arrived yeah. in Bombay has has put to shame all of these bleeding heart liberals who went with their candles and mombatis and tried to save him. And then now some somebody is trying to appeal for the wife of Yakub Memon to get a Rajya Sabha seat. Mm -hmm. how, these people how? are at a ridiculous low. And then let's let's say something. Nothing justifies terrorism. If 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 somebody is, there is another terrorist that deserves a capital punishment, uh, you know he should be given a capital punishment. Uh, waiting for twenty years is not justified. You know whether it was the case of Rajwana. I I supported the Indian government's yeah. thing, and yeah. I, I I I you know uh, that they should he should have been given capital punishment. But again, you know I respect the judiciary they decided to commute him i may not agree or agree, i may not agree with that decision i may not agree with another decision but i will definitely not cast aspersions on what the supreme court thought and what, a, what a contrast between uh, you know i don't even want to take these two names in the same breath the uh, president the people's president who took india to the highest possible extent and was the epitome of india and uh, this other gentleman who, Shame. in spite of his education, in spite of all the things that India gave him, chose to take the wrong path. Wrong. What a you know, what a strange contrast this is, yeah, you know. And then, but but you know, and and I I think that that just sums up what it was. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, I, I wish I, I I just wish we are a little, the media is a little more measured when they talk about it. No, it people don't on. people don't want to know who was in the corridor, what happened during the thing. You are talking about a criminal, somebody who you know, a convict, somebody who helped a, 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 with a terrorist act. Or a, you know, for God's sake, so most of the people in media may or not, may not believe it. Again, I go back to that script that is given to them: "Ki isse TRP milta hai, iske baare mein baat karo, and, isko uchhalo." And bottom line, not all media channels did that. There were journalists who did a fantastic job. Yeah. Want to give a kudos and a shout out to them, but there were certain and people know who who were carrying out this motivated debate, and we'll leave it at that on the Yakub Memon debate. Before we get to our uh, next topic, um, I do want to say that this is MindMakers production. This Mind podcast is brought to you by the MindMakers team. This uh, podcast is produced and edited by Adit Kapadia with the help of our team in India. The panelists for the um, podcast are Adit Kapadia, Pramod Kumar Buravalli and Sunanda Vashisht, which is me. So to talk about Rajnath Singh, uh, the uh, the Home Minister statement that the Home Minister uh, of India yeah, for our international uh, that the Home Minister of India statement that the term Hindu terror, which uh, unfortunately the the context was talking about uh, what had happened, the dastardly act in Gurdaspur, and then the potential response to that uh, in over a period of time. Uh, Rajnath Singh brought up an interesting uh, point that. Uh, in two years ago, uh, Hafiz Syed was quoting Indian then then Indian's Home Minister, which was part of UPA, uh, you know, uh, coining the term uh, Hindu terror uh, as a, a something that is in existence as um, an, an equal force uh, against Islamic terror, if you will, and that they were being uh, quoted 
the Pakistani press, the Pakistani politician uh, cabal is all quoting Hindu terror uh, as a justification for all these anti-India activities, and that that was that was spurring another large debate uh, onto whether such a thing exists called Hindu terror. But uh, just to come come away from this whole uh, legacy of things, there has never been uh, anything ingrained in Indic uh, religions that has been proactive in nature that will. Uh, take your uh, culture or your um, uh, religion uh, forcibly over the borders, across the borders. It's never been the case. And then when you're faced with uh, certain faiths that have the exact opposite tendency <coughs> to do so, uh, a reaction to that in terms of uh, uh, confrontation, whether it is in debate, has always been very mild. Indian culture has receded from where it was for, for 2500 years ago, uh, all the way from Central Asia now towards the um, Asia Pacific and Oceania region to just being restricted to South Asia and certain other uh, small pockets like uh, um, Suriname or Fiji and mm -hmm. other these uh, smaller entities. So the debate is that does that exist institutionally? I don't think so. I want to know if this saffron terror or Hindu terror that um, P. Chidambaram and his team coined and Sushil Kumar Shinde as well, yes, where does it exist and who is supporting it? No, in their minds. See, it exists in their minds. First, first of all, the debate is, does Hinduism or you know Jainism, Buddhism, Sikhism have something like this defined that you know um, there is nothing like a Hindu terror because you are you know or saffron terror as they score you know saffron is the uh, word they use for sacrifice that uh, is, is in, in Hinduism it represents the symbol of sacrifice and so forth there is nothing that encourages that you kill in the name of Hinduism or you kill in the name of Jainism correct you kill in the name of Buddhism right now the, 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 so that's where the Hindu terror thing lies a little you know on the dicey ground that is there uh, ideology that they are saying that there is no scriptural sanction to Hindu terror if it were to exist is what you are trying to say Absolutely. that there is no scriptural sanction my point is that is right if there is no scriptural sanction we can say that but there is no state sanction as well which state in the world is sanctioning Hindu terror I want to know Islamic terror on the other hand is uh, institutionalized no, all, um, and all, all four Indic religions are very reluctant religions they basically don't uh, uh, really have the global agenda or the global manifesto to be able to take it to the people and say that ki hum superior log hain, isiliye we have the divine right to yeah. preach, mm -hmm. practice or you know whatever do whatever intake or rule. Yes. And that manifesto exists outside of India, that has never been the case within India. Uh, but this political term that was coined by the Congress party was basically because they were at the receiving end when the Hindu party or so-called Hindu party like the BJP is in power, they have to appeal to a certain section which is going to yeah. give them the votes. They are quintessential politicians. I think privately they might be uh, Hindus, they might be followers of other faiths. But I've always believed that the Congress, Nehru Congress, uh, Gandhi Parivar is a completely political family. Unko kuch farak nahi padta whether the state religion or state uh, legacy is of certain faith as long as they are in power. Uh, to just give you an example, Indra Gandhi, let's, let's go back a little bit, uh, was a, a, a staunch nationalist. Nobody disagrees to that fact. Mm -hmm. Her foreign policy is a reflection of that. Mm -hmm. um, I think she had very many Hindu gurus that were mentoring her or giving her instructions on her day-to-day -day, um, you know, practices and all mm -hmm. that. 
now since she went um, after sikh terrorists does that make her more hindu does she, was she using that as a political um, tool we don't know that we don't know rajiv gandhi again was a, a, an example where he because of shabano case you he tried to mollify and pacify the uh, bhp and sang or rss at that point to when opened up the gates to the babri masjid mm-hmm. for um, shilanyas and all of these other programs that happened so the, the congresses are typical people who thought that they are born to rule this is that is the symptom that they borrowed from all their worldly travels mm-hmm. ki there is no alternative that tina wala factor tina, yeah. tina wala f- jo factor jab un- unke uh, isme chala jata hai na mm-hmm. the, then they use every tool at their disposal uh, disposal whether it is emotional political uh, spiritual economic to retain power mm-hmm. ye ek hi kaam hota hai inka chidambaram for whatever he is worth might have decided ki acha staunch hindus so called staunch mm-hmm. hindus which constitute 20 to 25% of the net hindu population will never vote for him so now who does who does he go to inko chahiye ki people who don't like that rabid or who don't like that overt uh, hinduism that yeah. is uh, showed by certain sect- section so they try to uh, but that is where they are erring you know i would always watch for a narsimha rao congress and a vajpayee uh, bjp because they had certain political forces under control whether mm-hmm. they were pacifying mollifying or you know uh, trying to mainstream them this congress does not know what it is doing this is completely uh, descending towards this, <coughs> this congress chaos. does not know what, what it stands for you know this is yeah. and this is not just on social issues yeah. like uh, national security issues right. like what it said also on parliamentary issues i was reading a, 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 a column from tvr shanoy who you know today on read and he summarized it quite well it was quite uh, now bringing the debate to a little more political side of it it was quite funny that when anand sharma you know with all his uh, uh, fighting spirit came and Said, we want might he said we want a discussion and arun jetli said that let's have a discussion he's like nahi pehle resignation for discussion you know that is the royal trap set by arun jetli yeah. very nicely yeah. done uh-huh. and uh, no th- what what is happening with the congress party is granted that they never had the ideology in the past uh-huh. too they, they were always centrist they were never they never wanted to take any position on anything and that stagnation was reflecting in all walks of uh, life you know politically they were stagnating they were losing state elections national le- elections once they uh, stagnated or hit the 44 seats they would have at least in all wisdom decided that you know the positions they took if they go extreme left they're still going to go down from that 44 to maybe 20 25 seats and occupy that exalted position that leftist parties had uh, they they their own own uh, political calculation was that this polarization or so called votes that are going to the bjp is never going to come to them yeah. so who is the next vote bank for them you know mm-hmm. that is the political cal- calculation all but of this but coming back to this um, saying what you said if it's correct wonder who the next pm candidate for the congress will be rahul gandhi or sitaram yechuri nandan nilekani <laughs> no but i think sitaram yechuri the way they are going to the left no, they're no, going to say that technology to... and the left uh, go hand in hand that yeah. is their strategy that but is but coming why... back to this saffron terror and thing we do acknowledge that uh, it was a setback in the um, fight for terror um, when they said it but at the same time maybe that setback was also reflected in the way we fought the gurdaspur attack you know uh, the mind um, columnist um, we get hagur actually called it inexcusable ineptitude right. um, and um, i i i believe that you know it 
Punjab police was not very equipped to no, fight um, uh, no, terrorists at all. It's about more than equipment. Also, it was the way the response was cultivated right. and yeah. so forth. So uh, it was. I mean, uh, you said KPS Gill and also wrote a column. Column saying exactly the same thing. And who would know Punjab police yeah. better than KPS Gill? Yeah. So if he is saying he has said that over the years, you know, there has um, been a come deterioration. In deterioration. So that is something that this government needs to take care about. Um, especially the state states, like even coordinate. the state government, coordinate with them, especially the border states. Border states, you have to be very, very careful that the attack can happen anytime. And the first line of defense, sure, army comes in later and sure, everyone comes in later. Correct. But the first line of defense is when we lose people. We cannot afford to lose people. That, this is exactly what happened in Samba. This right. is exactly what happened in Hiranagar. We lost these bright police officers for because and, they were the first line. They they're not equipped. They don't have enough and material to protect them. They just go and they fight and we lose no, them. No, the travesty is you don't find people debating them a year after they happened or something, or yeah. even two weeks after. No one remembers these brave officers yeah. who un under equipped and stuff and lost their lives. You know, no bulletproof jackets. This no is ridiculous that, that uh, you know Indian police service. Nahi hai yaar. You know, I mean, you have and to those people they were fighting with AK-47s and they had right. grenade and our guys did not have anything. I I am not impressed when people say, oh, but the army was called, oh, but the special forces were called, no, no, and then but the, look at our first other, line other of defense. Yeah. Our first line of defense is not cannon fodder either. Don't use them like cannon fodder. And India is not, I keep repeating that, India does not have the same neighbors as a lot of countries from the West have. Yeah. They have a lot more challenges. The border states have a lot more challenges. I mean, need to make sure. So here's the point that while um, a previous government was busy in proving saffron terror wherever it exists, we have Laws somewhere we have become a little jaded in the fight for my, my appeal to the Modi government is that other than judicial reform, police reform, although it is a state subject, they, they cannot be simply uh, policing law and order. They have to look at global outlaws and global disorder. It is all about being ready for any scenario, whether it is uh, you know tra traffic halt that is just uh, you know, taking too much time. They have to be trained on so many different aspects of national security. So another thing was also, you know, we've seen that 26-11 happen and many other things happen. Have we done, has India done anything specific for police reforms, any structural reforms? I think they seem to be missing. They, they have done some things at the city level in, in the sense that Mumbai police or Hyderabad police or Bangalore police, they have certain units or special weapons and tactics unit. But terrorists are also smart people unko pata hai ki you know cities mein attack karna bekar hai so they, they, they attack the rural areas you know, yeah Dazpur, which still is a population hub has mm -hmm. much damage but is a rural semi rural place thankfully the, the bombs were diffused which were on the Correct. tracks Correct. If, yes. the, i mean let's not forget if they would have gone off it would have been I mean, disaster of not that, what, not that what happened was not a disaster, yeah, but, but this was averted. I, yeah, I, I I agree that the term Hindu terror does not exist, but there's a term that exists. It's called Hindu error. <laughs> Hindu error is being. I hope you don't mean the newspaper. No, the errors <laughs> because have, they've been making a the, lot of no, errors. The errors and omissions have been plenty. That they have not institutionalized defensive frameworks from the ground level. You yeah. have to make your people and population strong enough. Hopefully, Modi and others involved in rejuvenating the Indian civilization is at task to make each individual. That is why I like uh, what I like about America is you cannot invade America. Yeah. Every single citizen will take up something and fight. 
Yeah. That is exactly what, how India has to become if you don't want to lose territory any further. If you want to lose territory and be detached to territory, God help in and, and, yeah, Interesting point you made. I mean, bottom line is, can we can we still be a soft state? And that, that to some extent, you know, what this you comes back to what Yaku Memon's initial thing also that uh, this saying that oh, usko wapis aana you can you can, a, be, a a soft, yeah, no, you no, can no. be a soft state as long as your software is strong. Under me, jo hai na, wo bahar dikna nahi but what I was coming towards is that you know these all these oh, why did he come to India or something? It could also be one of the reasons is like India is a soft state. Kuch hoga nahi, chhoda saal kaise ho jayegi aur fir chhod jayenge. And this is an assumption. I come. Completely detest, and the, if a terrorist or somebody who, and I'm not talking about yeah, just Yaku Memon, if a terrorist or a, you know somebody who's a betting terrorist, aiding terrorists, if they think of that, there is something seriously wrong, and we need to you know respond uh, pretty strongly to that. But anyways, this brings us to an end of a very um, emotional mind podcast. Uh, I you know I hope you liked our point of views on this. We uh, it was it was something that hit hit very close home to especially the Mumbai attacks. I mean I still can't get out the victims from my head. And uh, Pramod, you were trying to make no, a last point. The the only uh, look ahead for India is to invest in science and technology like Abdul Kalam would had always wanted. Never forget its uh, spiritual and uh, hmm. uh, cultural past. And at the same time. Uh, make sure that uh, population gets more knowledge and information at the ground level and unless you feel associated with every single thing the insensitivity of people living in your own neighborhoods is appalling you know the you insensitivity of people of certain journalists towards abdul kalam was appalling that we saw uh, yeah. we saw a certain journalist i think uh, sagarika goshna column she called him bomb daddy in 2002 I when know. he was nominated as president and, and and sunanda actually came out with a series of tweets if you want to just quickly tell and about the historians in gufas Who's that guy? Gufa or Guha? <laughs> uh, uh, he actually lives in Gufa. That is why he's uh, left liberal Gufa. No, I was um, very upset this morning, and I'll probably write about it too. That um, how they sort of despised and dismissed Kalam as. A Hindu Muslim, whatever uh, that term, or a mediocre term, scientist, or a mediocre how scientist, and how maybe they don't understand science. No, it is, it is, it is all. No, but you know, the, uh, the father of in, uh, American nuclear program, program quoted the Bhagavad Gita after the first uh, test, test happened in Almogardo in New Mexico. These left Indian leftists are always left behind in so many. The leftovers. Globally, when they go over, and yeah. could also yeah, they are ridiculed to such a possible extent that they are only encouraged because they are anti-India. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's exactly. Huh. Exactly. It's rather silly to see them, you know. And Abdul yeah. Kalam epitomized that uh, to such an extent that the, he is a sage in our uh, days was passed on. Only the end of it. When I announced the end, we ended up still talking for three or four minutes. So. There is a bend in the end. Ha! There is a bend in the end. So, for all the people who did not turn off the podcast, um, thank you for everyone. Uh, the rest of you who are still tuned into this, we'll be back next week. Please uh, remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We'll be back next week with uh, more uh, news, views, analysis, some probably fun stuff, and uh, you know, look forward to interacting uh, with all of you uh, in the weeks to come. Uh, thank you once again for tuning in.